My name is Paul Harvey, and you are listening to Life, Passion and Business, a podcast born out of my desire to find greater meaning in life at the time when I thought there was none. Since that day, I have spoken to hundreds of people, and what I have discovered is that our story is everything, because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. It's time to explore what it means to live a good life. How do we make this experience better? And more importantly, how do we lead the world to a better place? No, I don't think so. Baby, when you light my fire, <laughs> she goes the curtain. <laughs> I mean, people do that. Presents who they are in life, and and that you know that. That is a conversation between myself and my wife talking about funerals. No interview today. I had a chuckle this morning. I was listening to a podcast on my run this morning, and it was with Jane Fonda being interviewed on a podcast called wiser than me with julia lewis dreyfus now i mean she's a, an actress and they and i guess they are all women of a certain age who have started to explore the fact that they get disregarded and this conversation with jane fonda was fascinating to listen to her her story about how she has was disregarded for most of her life and so really interesting to listen to but one thing that really made me laugh in the conversation is she said she always ended her relationships when she started thinking about their funerals which really made me chuckle because my wife and i have been working on my funeral last couple of days Now I know we're safe because it's part of her training as an interfaith minister to create a funeral for someone. As it happens, it turned out she would create it for me. So that was fine, but it did make me chuckle. So it is a living funeral. The idea was to create something to honour me uh, so that when I choose to shuffle off, there will be the uh, resources and the uh, ready-made funeral for that purpose. And it does make life easier for people particularly when they are grieving. So it allows them to produce a service for me and a remembrance for me with my friends in something that I would be happy with and also share things that I I would want shared. So it's a lovely idea. And as you may know, I I work with Jane Duncan Rogers for many, many years on on this very, very topic, on this very, very area. And everybody is resistant to doing this kind of stuff. Because, you know, no one likes to talk about it. We don't like to accept the fact that, you know, the end will come. In fact, Jane was on the programme a few weeks ago. We had a lovely conversation and I will refer us back to that conversation so you can check it out. I have to say, my wife sat me down and it was a bit like pulling teeth getting me to sit down and have this conversation with her. And I knew it was coming, but I was really resistant to it. And partly because I don't really care what happens to me after I am gone. But I also recognise that the people around me need the security of knowing they've got something to use. And so in that respect, it was a really valuable exercise. So I've got this recording of my wife and I talking about my funeral. And I'm not going to share that with you because there's lots of very personal details in there. But the one thing that did come out was, was my connection to words and verses. There's a piece of writing that I discovered probably 30 plus years ago and it's something that I had never I've not read again I've not read it at least for 20 years or so no I probably have read it saying that but it's not something that's that's currently around me and it's called the desiderata and while talking to my wife I found this poem and read it 
And suddenly I realised how much this poem means to me. It was written in 1927 and it means in Latin, things desired. I must have picked this up certainly in my 30s, maybe my late 20s. I'm going to read it to you now because I think this piece shows how long I've been in this conversation that became life, fashion and business. So here's the original text of the Desiderata by Max Ehrman and it was written in 19, well it was copyrighted in 1927. Go placidly amidst the noise and haste and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others, even to the dull and the ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexatious to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain or bitter, for always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career. However humble, it is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself, especially do not feign affection. Never be cynical about love, for in the face of all acridity and disenchantment, it is, the per- it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in southern misfortune. But do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the tree and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore be at peace with God, whatever you conceive him to be. And whatever your labours and aspirations, in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace in your soul. With all its sham and drudgery and broken dreams, it's still a beautiful world. Be cheerful. Strive to be happy. The conversation with my wife was probably at a time when it was quite tender, but The last part of that poem absolutely rocked me to my core. I'm going to play you a little bit now of my rendition in that event. It's almost like my Ten Commandments, isn't it? Yeah, okay. That's a good way of putting it, your Ten Commandments. Beyond the wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. Oh, this just hit me. You are a child of the universe, no less than the tree and the stars. You have the right to be here. Mm -hmm. And whether or not it's clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore be at peace with God, or whatever you perceive him to be. And whatever your labours and aspirations in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace in your soul. For all its sham and drudgery and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world and cheerful strive to be happy. That sounds like it means a lot to me. 
Oh, I haven't read that in years. Why has that suddenly hit me so hard? I think it hits me hard because I am very moved by the words. It does feel like such a map, a roadmap for how to live a good life and something that I have been following and exploring for such a long time. So it is wonderful to reconnect with those words again and to know that they will be used when I actually have passed and people can explore those words through my memory. So I thought I would pass that on to you today. And the question I have for you today, because obviously this is not a normal podcast, it's not an interview one, is what moves you? What text actually really, really touches you? Because, you know, it's, it's the exploration of who we are as, as a being. And when we are touched, we get to experience life in all of its colours. And it's pieces of work like this that just make such a difference. You know, it is, it is a really wonderful world. And at the same time, it's a harsh and difficult and abrasive and aggressive world. But in, in all of that, there is wonder to be discovered. And wonder in the beauty of great works of art and poetry and music. So I want to leave that with you today. Explore your connection with words or with things that move you because they're always so valuable so i will leave a link to jane's podcast in the show notes because that is all about this idea of preparing for that time when we leave and i have to say just just going back over this event over this process i've been through the last few days my wife did an amazing job. I mean, she's training to be this, this, uh, uh, you know, an interfaith minister. She has created for me a service which takes in all of my ideas and thoughts and really expresses me and who I am and, and my value in the world. So it is so touching to have this piece of um, work done now that I in a way know how I'm valued how I how she feels about me um I won't get to hear it all because obviously it'll change before I when I do go but it's amazing to know what has been done for me and oh such a valuable piece of work and I think she probably may be working with end of life close to talk about it isn't it and it has we have some we have some authority in the subject dare I say getting getting close to the shuffling off point Working with someone who is a minister for this or working with someone to explore what you would like that event to look like is such a, a beautiful thing to do. Um, and we now have this document and it is beautiful to look at and beautiful to read. And it's like, oh, that feels amazing to have that down. You know, I have songs of my choice. I have singers at this event. And, and, and you know, and it may never happen. But, you know, at the moment, I believe it could be. And you know what I always say? When you believe something, it often comes true. I want to bring us back quickly to that podcast with Jane Fonda. This woman is an amazing woman. She's in her, in her 84, 85, I think she is. And she's still an activist. She's still traveling the world, pushing back against environmental damage and basically making herself heard and getting these is issues out in front of the public eye. So she is an amazing lady. But one thing she drew my attention to today was that she 
when she was 59, she realised that as she turned 60, it was going to be the end of the second act of her life. As an actor and someone on the stage, you know, a play is in three part, in three acts. And at 60, she was just starting the last act. And it has nearly really realised that I am 59 as I talk to you now and I will be 60 in, in just over a month. And yes, it is the beginning of the last act. And this, this is the point, as she was saying, this is the point that draws it all together. It brings all the threads of your life together in the final piece, in what you're about. And that's what I'm realising. As I move into my 60s, that is what I am doing. I'm drawing all of my experience, all of my wisdom, and all of my, my sense of what's possible. So I urge you to, you know, bring it all together. Bring it all together and just enjoy and be enriched by what is possible. In other news, I'm tentatively stepping back into some of my marketing roles. And I'm really, really enjoying coaching people with their story. You notice the Max Airman quote talks about everyone having a story. And that is so, so true. And it's like, it's like, oh, I've known all this for my entire life. I'm stepping back into marketing and helping people explore the story. Now, that can either be their own brand story or the story of their business, the story of what they are creating or what, what effect it has in the world. I am picky who I work with, so I would love to talk to you. And if you've got a project which is making a difference and you would like to help some help to explore that story, do get in touch because I I want to explore this process and what it would look like. So I am happy to take on some complete pro bono clients to explore how we would do this because I'm stepping back into this and it would be really fascinating to give that a go. So if you're up for exploring your story of your business with me, do get in touch. Use the, use the contact page on the website at lifepassionandbusiness.com and just put story in the title and I will know exactly what we're going to be doing, what we're going to be talking about. Uh, I think that's it for this week. So uh, there are no links other than the website, lifepassionandbusiness.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoy any podcast, do support your content creators by liking, sharing and saying nice things about them. And as I said before, share it with a friend because that's how you find good podcasts because someone shares it with you. Uh, on that subject, let's give another another shout out to this fantastic podcast I heard this morning. So it's called Wiser Than Me, and it's all about older women talking about their lives and about their wisdom. Really worth listening to because, you know, there's a lot of wisdom out there. Anyway, as always, thank you so much for your time and attention. I will catch you next time. All the best. <laughs>